Hey everybody, welcome back to the Nidus Anarchy Series. I'm your host, Adam, the CIO and co-founder of Nidus, and today we're going to be talking about tech security breaches of the week. So the first thing we want to talk about actually isn't even a breach at all, but we got Google settles $5 billion in a privacy lawsuit. 11 million SSH servers are now vulnerable to a Terrapin attack. We'll talk about why that's concerning. Uh, data breach of Health EC has impacted over 4.5 million patients with their information being leaked on the net. Spectral Blur is a new Mac OS backdoor ransomware malware tool that's being used by North Korea. And also with North Korea is they seem to be targeting defense workers with false jab advertisements to get them to install Trojans on their machines and steal government secrets. So first up is Google has settled a $4 billion lawsuit with people because people sued Google saying, hey, you are actually tracking us when we're in incognito mode. So remember when you go into the private browser and you're not being tracked and you can do all those nefarious things that you don't want people to know about? Yeah, well, you're still being tracked and apparently people were very upset about that. And Google recently settled the lawsuit. They were suing for $5 billion. So one of the questions is, well, how are they tracking them, right? Because when you open up an incognito mode, it says we're not keeping any cookies, we delete the session and all that kind of stuff. That's all true. The browser itself is not tracking you, but Google and other people like Facebook, Meta, whatever, all of them, they're actively still tracking you for sure. Now you're thinking, well, but they don't have my cookies. I'm not logged in. How do they know it's me? Well, they have your IP address. So most likely all you did was just control shift N and opened up a new tab in private mode or new window in private mode and started searching. You're like, Oh, I'm safe. Well, you're still going under the same IP, right? So, What's happening is these servers realize that you are still the same person because I'm seeing the same traffic come from the same IP. I'm also seeing the same size window. I'm seeing the same metadata, the same time. So like they can correlate all that information and put those two together. So now they know, oh, okay, this new cookie that you just created for this one session only, I know that you are this person over here with this other cookie and now they link it together and then they just track all your browser stuff and all of a sudden you're getting those same ads in your regular one all over again. So if you ever wondered like, hey, how, how, how do they know all these things about me? Well, it's not just you. It's your whole household, your office, whatever. Because as your house searches for things in Google or goes to certain websites, you're being tracked like crazy, right? So let's say like my wife, she was pregnant. So she's constantly looking up baby stuff. So what happens? I start seeing baby ads because these trackers realize, oh, you guys are in the same house, which means you're probably looking for the same stuff. So even if you're in incognito mode, you're definitely still being tracked. So security researchers from Germany have released a new interesting exploit that targets SSH servers. And right now their scanners are saying that over 11 million SSH boxes are open to this Terrapin attack. So the Terrapin attack is actually pretty interesting. What it's doing is it's actually downgrading the public key algorithms to disable the defenses against keystroke timing attacks, which drops them down to open SSH 9.5. The kicker is that whole uh, the keystroke timing part. So there actually needs to be a man in the middle attack kind of already going on to make this actually vulnerable and susceptible to the exploit. So if you don't have your servers already compromised, you're kind of already safe. So this really isn't a huge risk where everyone should be freaking out and running thinking, oh man, SSH is vulnerable. 
It's really a very tiny, specific attack. Um, the researchers have also deployed a tool that you can use to scan all your servers to see if you're vulnerable to it. So you can check that out. It's all open source on GitHub, so you can go through the code, make sure they're not doing anything nefarious. I have not checked it out, but if you are paranoid, you should check it out and maybe check it against a couple test servers, see what's going on. It doesn't actively exploit the systems, so you don't have to worry about that part either. A data breach of Health EC has impacted over four and a half million patients. So the breach actually occurred back in July, but back then they said, oh, about 112,000 patient records got out. Well, just recently that has been updated. So there's actually this really cool website. Um, I've really cool. I think this is the first time you're ever going to hear me say that the Department of Health and Human Services has a really cool website, but they do. They have a website, which we're going to link here, that shows all of the healthcare-specific breaches that have taken place. So that's pretty crazy, right? So you can list, look at them all. And here, I grabbed a snapshot of all of them that took place just in December of last year. Check this out. It's huge. You're not even able to read it because it's so much. It's, it's a ton. So you can actively watch that if you're hyper paranoid about your healthcare information being taken because these guys at Health EC, they lost four and a half million records. And it wasn't just like, oh, name and email. It was name, address, date of birth, social security number. They got medical records, health insurance, billing information, four and a half million records. Now, what's interesting is that these guys aren't healthcare providers. They are a service provider for healthcare services. And this is where we're seeing a lot of problems, right? Is the hospitals, the, the insurance companies, all these guys, they have crazy hardcore lockdown infrastructure and they're really not too susceptible to these breaches. What's happening is they're leveraging these third-party people saying, hey, we want you to be our customer service. We want you to do fraud prevention. We want you to do customer interaction for sales or whatever. So when they're outsourcing this stuff, they also have to give them a lot of these patients' information. And under HIPAA laws, there's all kinds of rules and regulations that prohibit them from sending too much stuff, depending on who needs it or not. But if these guys have the right to know and they have all that information, well, now they are susceptible. Now, when the bigger companies like the insurance companies and all this kind of stuff, when, when they're saying, hey, do we use this third party? Because the system, they definitely go through checks and balances, right? They're going to see, like, hey, are these guys actually have defendable networks? Do they have segregated cloud systems for our data so if they get hacked, that everything doesn't get lost, like, here? So most companies do go through these types of due diligence, but not to the fullest degree, right? Like, you really don't know their network infrastructure and network security, and they're probably not going to tell you either to that level. Unless you're, I mean, if you're a 600 pound gorilla, you can pretty much demand whatever you want. And they'll show you if they really want your business. But most of the time, it's part of the security to not release what your security is. So it's, you kind of got that double-edged sword. But this is happening a lot, like I'm saying, because people are just outsourcing to anyone because they're like, look, I don't want to do it. I don't want the headache. I don't want the risk because then it's not my head. Like here, it's, it's not, I don't know who their clients are, so I shouldn't name any health providers, but... I'm not, you know, I'm the big insurance company. It wasn't me. It was Healthy C that lost the information. So it's it's them. It's not my, my stock price that's going to take a hit. But it does, right? I mean, look at MGM hack. MGM was in the news all over the place for their hack. And it wasn't MGM's fault, really. It was that outsourced uh, customer support system. So I think really what we need is a wake-up call everywhere to people to actually do real due diligence on security infrastructure and the handling of PII, especially when you got social security numbers and people's medical records, all of this stuff should be done in a massive due diligence of these third-party systems before any data gets put to them. Just saying, oh, well, we have a contract we're running where they're liable, we're not. It's like, okay, technically, sure, but your brand is gonna take a hit, which means your stock's gonna take a hit and your stockholders don't give a shit. So 
I really strongly recommend a lot more due diligence happening um, on, on from from the actual owners of the data site. I think that is probably the most important thing that I can recommend. So we've been talking a lot about macOS and iPhone hacks and, and malware viruses and stuff that are coming out. Well, there's a new one. So North Korea has released a new macOS Trojan called Spectral Blur. So it's a remote access Trojan. So this gets them access to the Mac and owning it completely. What's interesting is not the fact that like, hey, they're going after Macs, but just that Macs and, and iPhones in general are being targeted a lot more. Specifically, North Korea, they have a strong pattern of going after crypto and blockchain industries, not just individuals, but companies that are focusing on these techs. I mean, it's, come on, why? Well, because it's, you can probably get some private keys and steal some crypto and make some money super fast. That's really what it is. But the big thing is, well, why are they targeting Macs? Like, how come out of nowhere, it seems like Macs are all of a sudden coming up a lot with new malware, new Trojans, new viruses? Well, you think about it, Macs are now being introduced a lot more into the enterprise. Like, five years ago, if like, as a consultant, when I go on site, they're like, oh, hey, we got a computer for you. If I said, hey, could I get a Mac? They'd laugh at you. Like, you're not getting a Mac. That's not a thing. There's no such thing. Maybe the art department, there's a, those couple weirdos that get Macs up there, but they're not part of our imaging system and we don't have the support for it and blah, blah, blah. So therefore, there's never been Macs. In the past three years, I've been getting Macs a lot. Like, you see those, like, and other people, they're getting Macs at their jobs. Like, hey, do you want a Mac or do you want a PC? And it's like, whoa. I didn't know I had that option. That's kind of weird. But now it's like, I still, I still want a PC because all the stuff I'm working on, especially in the Unix systems, most of the time it's just easier to use a PC. And even though they offer a Mac, the support and software isn't there. So it's like, okay, cool. You may have a Mac, but you want to download something to connect to the database. Well, they have no approved database software for the Mac. So you can't. So you're like, oh, well, this is lame. So I still stick with the PC, but Macs are definitely getting introduced into the enterprise systems a lot more right now. So I think that's a huge reason is why we're seeing a lot more Mac Trojans, malware and stuff spinning up is now that's a reason to get kind of keys to the castle, these larger enterprise systems. Um, because of this, I wound up finding this site called objectivec.org. So it's objective-see.org. Never seen it before. It's pretty awesome. Every year they release a report about Mac uh, malware, viruses, Trojans, things like that, about what's been coming out. And, and they actually have them there for you to download. So you can download the live viruses and the malware packages and install them on your Mac and kind of play with them and see what they do. So it's, it's actually pretty awesome. What's crazy though, is if you look at the report from 2022, so like I said, they do this every year. In 2022, between 2022 and 2023, there was a 20% jump in Mac malware being reported and that they have. So that's a huge focus on Mac. So if, if for those of us that have been living in this land of bliss of like, oh, I have a Mac, I don't have to worry. I think that time is coming to an end. I think we have to worry now. Everyone's figured out that the, all the cool people are on Macs and they're coming after us. <laughs> Lastly, it's all about North Korea again. You know, these guys are just... Man, if there was a medal for most most hacks by a country in a year in the news, I think North Korea would be standing there with a little trophy. I wonder if he can make like a little Kim Jong-un trophy. <laughs> <laughs> it would have his face on it for sure. But anyway, so North Korea, um, they have now been targeting dis defense experts with fake jobs. So they have this campaign called Operation Dream Job. And what they're doing is they're getting job seekers on all these different social media sites like LinkedIn or even Telegram and WhatsApp. They're getting them to apply to these jobs where they're offering them huge salaries and crazy bonuses and stock options, you know, like basically the dream job that they would want. And what they're doing is they're getting them on interviews. And when they say, hey, we're going to do this interview. Now, this is where it kind of loses me. 
so I'm not sure how much experts they are, but they get them to install a Trojanized VNC app. So VNC is a remote computer control system. So I don't know any job interview where I would ever be like, oh, sure, I'm going to install this VNC client on my box for you for this interview. Like, that's super sketchy. What they should have is a malicious Zoom client, a malicious, oh, you know what? We use this because we're defense security conscious. We have uh, our own point-to-point tunneled VPN wrapped uh, video conferencing software. So download this app. I think that would probably sell a lot easier. But anyway, so that's what they're doing is they're targeting people with these fake job apps and they're getting them to install an app that has a Trojan on it and then they're getting on their box and then from there taking over. So that's something interesting because I think we're going to be seeing a lot more people applying for jobs soon, unfortunately. And what that means is a lot of people are going to be desperate. When you're desperate, you overlook all those things that you've learned. The smartest people in the world in security are going to be like, hey, you know what? I'm talking to this defense contractor. They, you know, they want to interview me for this job. They're paying me 20% more because they understand what I'm worth. And it's like, oh, they have this special software for me to, you know, to talk to them. That makes sense. I wouldn't want to be talking openly about Zoom, about the defense stuff I've done either. Boom. Owned. So I think, I think we're going to see a lot of this. So if you are looking in the job market, please be aware you're definitely being targeted, not necessarily by just North Korea, but they seem to really have it after you guys, especially if you're in the, de- the defense market. So those work on UA- UAVs and all that kind of stuff. Big time target. So watch out. I'll see you guys around. Later. I'm-